did we begin? Oh, we've begun. <laughs> we've begun. Fantastic. I feel like I need a Red Bull. Damn it. Ooh. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I also I also have an energy drink in my fridge. So should we pause for a moment to get it? No. You can. I'll wait for you. Okay. I have coffee still. Well, I'm just going to take a sip. I have um, the C4 pre-workout, pre-mixed drink. For sitting? For podcasting. <laughs> pre-workout for podcasting. It's, <laughs> um, <laughs> that actually doesn't sound bad at all. We'll see what happens, but I'm not going to drink a lot because it makes me itchy, so I'm just going to- Get me a, a lawyer. Sip. We're trademarking it. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to just take a sip, so I'll be right back. Okay. I brought some water, too, because- I don't know how Excellent. It's work. Yeah, you're going to be like, my chest feels weird. <laughs> I'm going to just have a heart attack while I'm sitting here. I'm going to have to run it out. Don't joke. Then this freaking episode for sure is cursed oh, and we're yeah. already Actually, having to re-record that it. That wouldn't be good because nobody's going to come home for several hours. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'd be, oh, yeah. I'd be fit. <laughs> sitting here and it's recording and I'm like calling 911. What's your address? <laughs> Look, I'm not in the same room with her. Oh, Listen to me. It's an emergency. <laughs> You'd have to message Jer. Oh my God, dude. That would just be. <laughs> Get home immediately. Who is this? <laughs> Your little um, anxious self couldn't handle it, dude. You would just I could. I think under pressure, I could, I could make it work. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <clears throat> I didn't drink a lot of it, though, because it does make me itchy. Chug the rest and let's try it out. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I have it with me, but <laughs> oh, I also no. don't want to waste it because I know that it makes me itchy. Like, I know that it my, – like, my mouth is already – my mouth is already itching. Oh, God. Honestly, that's, like, a lot of people's um, – that mm. is, like, the thing that happens to everyone that drinks it. But I'm not sure if that's, like, a – Scary. Some people say like, "Oh yeah, that means it's working," and other people are like, "That shouldn't be happening to you." So I'm, I'm honestly not sure, but it makes me itchy, and I still fucking drink it because it actually works. Like it gives me the energy I need. Ooh. Well then, and it's legal, so I, I, mean, <laughs> I can't, I can't just be doing lines of coke off this fucking desk. I mean, you could, but I mean, I, mean, I could, but I probably shouldn't. Yeah. I just have last night's Mountain Dew because they were out of Baja Blast at Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco so, Bell. Oh, that sounds so good, Abby. I hadn't had it in so long, and I, Hunter went and got Wingstop, and I was like, I've had wings for way too many times since mm -hmm. he's been on keto. So I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go pick up my own food. I was like deciding. I was like, do I want Rosa's? But then it was like way out of the way, so I have a Taco Bell down the street that I stopped at. And of course – I was like, I'm going to get Baja Blast so I can stay up and edit. And um, they were like, I, we're out. And then twice over the intercom or whatever, I heard her say, so-and-so, can we fill up that Baja Blast? And I should have been like, can I wait for that? Because I want it. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, it's fine. Calm and then down, again at the Karen. window, she hands me everything. And then once again, she's like, fill up that Baja Blast. And I should have been like, uh, I'll take the Baja Blast instead. And then just stayed at the window. But I didn't do that. Just looked at you like, Karen, really? She was nice. A lot of people are surprised that I ask them how they're doing because they're always like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm good. How are you? And they're like, oh, well, yeah. thank you for asking. Yeah. 
I'm like, wow, does nobody freaking ask you guys? You no, absolutely nobody does that. Whenever, hello, whenever we worked at Spencer's, no one ever was like, how, how are y'all? How are y'all doing? They don't care. I mean, there us. was probably a couple, but like nobody. They just say, serve me. Be gone, cousin. <laughs> serve me. Just tell me how much this dumb shit is so that I can get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Tell me how much money terrible. I'm wasting today. Yeah. <laughs> Flat Mountain Dew kind of day. Uh, ew, it's flat? It's last night. Yeah. Oh, and it's on my desk. Abby. Oh, my God. I, I'm a big supporter of not wasting. I mean, I guess, but God damn it, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, itchy mouth. Yeah, I'm actually, I can feel it already. I haven't eaten anything no, yet. No, so you're scaring me. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> shit. I'm not going to have a heart attack. I literally just took like a gulp of it. I'm fine. But I, I feel the zoomies coming on. Great. I'm going to be Don't like, let get a hold of that. Don't say that. Actually, she's been around a lot worse before, and that has scared me. One time, I freaking came into my room, and I was like, Mom, did you drink my coffee? And that doesn't make sense, because no, why the fuck would she drink my coffee? That was my room. Um, (laughs) And it was on my freaking nightstand, and then Honey is laying on the bed, and I was like, did you drink my entire mug of coffee that I just brought in here? And I'm Googling, and I'm calling my parents, and I'm like, she drank this coffee. This is freaking dangerous, and she's just acting like nothing so i just got her some water and made sure she was fine i must have not had a caffeinated enough Big, amount or yeah something. or maybe it had more like milk and creamer in it than she coffee. just took a nasty <laughs> shit after that <laughs> probably god damn that always scares the shit yeah. i'm always that's the number one thing i ask siri is like is this okay that my dog ate this and <laughs> Or if I'm cooking and stuff and I drop something and they freaking eat it. The only thing that's for sure I know off the top of my head they can't have are avocados, onion, and garlic. And grapes. Which I cook a lot with those. And grapes because of the skin sticks to their little throats. Is that what happens? Yeah, they say that it's fine to give them grapes, but they just don't recommend giving them whole grapes. Like Mm. bite it in half or something for them. child. It's just the – yes, exactly. It's just the skin that's dangerous, not necessarily the chemicals in it. Interesting. <clears throat> yep. So, um, welcome. <laughs> I tried so hard to think of something. It sounded good. I don't know why you're laughing, but even with the laugh, it sounded good. So, great. Continue before Fawn starts squeaking back there. <laughs> she can do this one's cursed too. This one is cursed. There will not be a smooth sailing episode of this kind. No. No matter how many times we record it. Oh, I can already feel the itch, dude. Damn it. I just took a gulp of it. Maybe mm-hmm. I should drink a lot of water. Swish some water around in there. Have some water right here. I can just hear my brother in my head. Make sure you drink a lot of water with that. Yeah, yeah seriously. Okay, thank you. Chase it down. I literally just took a gulp of it. Like, Ugh, why did I just think of Fireball whenever? Ooh, don't Ugh. say that. Oh, God. Ugh, my mouth. I can't drink it anymore. Neither can I. And I haven't had that much of it, but it feels like I had. Mm, yeah, we used to drink it a lot over here, and it's mm-hmm. not, I can't do it. Mm-mm. 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 Ooh, God. 
So today is Friday the 13th. Welcome. Are you excited? Yes. Today is Friday the 13th, the day where all our superstitions and phobias come out to play. How do you feel about it, Abby? Excited. Are you excited? You don't get scared? You don't get nervous? I No, I I mean, I'm always nervous and scared, so this is just at least a day that I can mark on the calendar to be prepared for, mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's how I look at it. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about... So there's no concrete historical evidence as to how Friday the 13th became synonymous with bad luck and superstition. There are many theories, but most have been debunked or turned into lore. I'm going to tell you them anyways. Some sweet little lies for you. (laughs) Uh, In Norse mythology, 12 gods were having a feast in Valhalla when mischievous Loki crashes the party as the uninvited 13th guest. He arranged for Hode, the blind god of darkness, to shoot Baldur, the god of joy, and it says gladness, but I honestly think I meant <laughs> uh, So you could say he got Hode on. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. You couldn't, could you? You just couldn't. So, Baldur, the god of joy and gladness, with a mistletoe-tipped arrow. Uh, Baldur... (laughs) My throat is closing. (laughs) Maybe a C4 wasn't a good idea. Shit. I need some water. Okay. Baldur was killed and the earth was plunged into darkness and mourning as a result. So this story also coincides with um, the similar story of the Last Supper. Jesus and his 12 disciples got together with Judas being received as a 13th guest. And for those of you who don't know who Judas is, or what he did, he betrayed Jesus, which set in motion the events that led to Jesus's crucifixion. Friday was named after Frigga, who was actually Baldur's mother, and she's the Norse goddess of marriage. Later, she would be confused with the goddess of love, Freya, who in turn identified with Friday as well. The early church wasn't big on women having power of any kind, so when Norse and Germanic tribes converted to Christianity, Frigga was banished in shame to a mountaintop and labeled a witch. It was believed that every Friday, the spiteful goddess convened a meeting with 11 other witches, plus the devil, so a gathering of 13, and plotted ill turns of fate for the coming week. Uh, For many centuries in Scandinavia, Friday was known as Witches' Sabbath. In Christianity, Friday is believed to be unlucky because it was the day of the week that Jesus was crucified. Friday is also said to be the day... Wait, say that whole part again because now it sounds like you're laughing at him being crucified. (laughs) Maybe I am, Abby. Oh, God. I'm just joking. What did you hit? I put my cup down. Oh, I could hear it like fucking echoed like immensely. It sounded like you hit a gong. (laughs) 
We've commenced. And <laughs> <laughs> we begin. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. In Christianity, Friday is believed to be unlucky because it was the day of the week. <laughs> I got to change <laughs> It's like, would you rather have been sleepy or drink this and had this happening to you? We can't win. We can't yeah, have it all. I'm just sitting here itchy, drinking water, fucking clear. You're making me sweat because I'm nervous now. I'm trying not to laugh. I'm holding in my laughs. It's just making me sweaty. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. They're cursed. <laughs> In Christianity, Friday is believed to be unlucky because it was the day of the week that Jesus was crucified. Friday is also said to be the day Eve gave Adam the apple from the tree of knowledge. The day Cain killed his brother, the great floods began on a Friday, and Rome executed people on Fridays. Hmm. Yeah. So, the real Friday the 13th hysteria began in the 20th century. Thomas Lawson wrote, Thomas Lawson wrote a book called Friday the 13th, which is about a struck stockbroker who chooses this day to deliberately crash the stock market. <laughs> one year later, in 1908, the New York Times became one of the first media outlets to acknowledge the superstitions. I just tried to keep talking while I did it. And I, can... I guess we should feel bad for looking forward to Fridays, huh? Just all those deaths. You jinxed it. You said you were excited. No, look. No, I meant when you were telling me about the Bible history. Cain killed his brother, the crucifixion. Oh, yeah. I can never get through. I barely got through that. Shit. Okay. The real Friday the 13th hysteria began in the 20th century. Thomas Lawson wrote a book called Friday the 13th, which is about a stockbroker who chooses this day to deliberately crash the stock market. One year later, in 1908, the New York Times became one of the first media outlets to acknowledge the superstitions. From there, the myth around the day continued to build, and by the time we reached 1980 and the beginning of the Friday the 13th movies, the superstition was firmly in place. I don't think I've actually ever watched the Friday the 13th, the first one. <laughs> I've you watched, need to. It's good. I've watched um, at least the first one. I done. I've done stopped after like the third one, and then maybe watched the more newer ones. But mm -hmm. I haven't even watched the new. I don't. Honestly, I don't think I've watched the new one. Now that I really think about it, I might have, but I can't remember it at all. Like I can't remember anything that fucking happens. I watched uh, Freddy versus Jason. And even then, I only remember the end of that movie, but that's it. I love that. I wish that – well, okay, it's really unpopular probably that they um, – it's unpopular that – what am I saying? <laughs> I can't, I've lost my mind. Um, 
it feels like it's not as popular when they do crossovers like that, but I enjoyed it, so. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like that movie, but I don't, I can't remember. I was, I thought it was a blast because like Jason is like a serious killer and Freddy is just more mischievous and funny. So I liked it. I liked the end and that was only because he opens his eye and winks. Yeah, exactly. It's always like a joke. Yeah. Um, so the fear of the number 13 is called Triskaidekaphobia. And the fear of Friday the 13th is called Paraskevi-Deca-Triophobia. New York resident Daz Baxter decided to stay home on Friday, August 13th, 1976, because he was scared of any bad things happening to him. Sadly, you can't escape death, so the floor beneath his bed that he was in collapsed and he plunged six floors to his death. Can you imagine that shit? Like, you're trying to stay home to avoid... Friday the 13th, and mm. it comes to you. Wow. Uh, did he live on the sixth floor, I wonder? Six if he plunged is an unlucky number. Down six. Because that is an unlucky number if that is. That's what some people like to think. Like threes, like multiples of threes, which I have oh, I have here okay. this story of bad luck in threes. So I think this originated from wartime. I don't remember which war. I think it was like in the 1800s where there were three soldiers on a roof and they each struck a match to light their cigarettes or maybe it was one match to to light three cigarettes. I forget. And that gave a sniper enough time to see where they were. And so they were killed Um, and they launched an attack the opposite side or whatever. So I found this um, article and it's on FolkloreThursday.com and it's bad luck Mm -hmm. comes in threes, matches, murders, or mathematics. Mathematically speaking, the number three and the triangle signifies balance and Pythagoreans thought three was the first true number. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of positive threes. So like the Holy Trinity, or you know, a mother and father make a child that makes three. There are a lot of fairy tales built mm-hmm. around threes. You know, the three little pigs, the three bears, three suitors, three sisters, etc. Three wishes, three challenges. So it's considered good luck in some cultures, such as the Chinese culture, because it's similar to a word that means alive. So that's like a good luck in that region. But sometimes. Three is, it means bad luck. Like deaths come in threes. Three candles burning in a room is bad luck. And three knocks in a room of a dying person means that they're going to, they're going to die for sure. Breakages and tipped over glasses of water come in threes. Three butterflies on a leaf is considered bad luck. And hearing an owl call three times is bad luck. There is the disheartening saying of any woman when with many sisters or close female friends, three times a bridesmaid, never a bride. It's true. That part is true. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of speculation around the number three. And it's interesting that 13 has a number three in it. Yeah. That's- so, Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Third time lucky or three times a charm. Some argue that this phrase originated with a convicted murderer, John Babacombe Lee. Lee survived three attempts at hanging on the same day in February 1885, although it seems that the expression third times lucky existed before Lee beat the hangman's noose. 
found in Alexander Hillslop's Proverbs of Scotland from 1868. So that's interesting. This has been a long, I guess the idea of luck and numerology having anything to do with luck has been around for a long time. That is interesting. According to some estimates, modern fear of Friday the 13th contributes to a total loss of between 700 million and 900 million in revenue that would otherwise be gained on that day. All because people don't want to push their luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can fly cheaper on Friday the 13th, and stock prices tend to fall on this day as well. Many hotels, tall office buildings, places like that don't have floor number 13. And also leave out room 113, 213, those other numbers. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when it comes to that shit, like, that you're still on floor 13 or room 13 or whatever. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't, it, I don't care if they put – Still the same number of yeah. floors existing. They're just labeled different. Yes. And planes also don't have a row 13. I don't know if every plane or, like, every airline does that, but I don't know. I've never noticed. Hmm. I hate planes, so I wouldn't even. <laughs> I wouldn't <clears throat> pay attention. <laughs> uh, yeah. One in four Americans say that they're superstitious. This is actually psychological. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> sounds like you're running or you're walking on a treadmill while you're talking. <laughs> it's because this fucking C4. <laughs> it has you re- acting like you're running anyways. Fuck, it's got my heart like, hello, dear, let's get going. Let's start those toes. Like, aren't we Aren't we running late for something? Let's run. It's like, all right, come on. Let's put on our clothes and get going. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stick to day-old Mountain Dew. (laughs) I'm also trying to, like, get through it without fucking stopping. So I like, holding my breath as I talk. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So... One in oh god wait a minute. Somebody wait a minute. A real quick suggestion. I could insert the after you pronounce the fear or the phobias or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um I could insert the story of the man who was trying to avoid the date. And that falls who died anyway, because that would have fit perfect right there, in my opinion. Okay. Do you want to do that? I can take him out of here. Okay. Well, do you uh do you have the story? Slow down, dear. No, you have the story. (laughs) (laughs) My hands are sweaty. You're like frantic all of a sudden. What's this fucking C4? The day of chaos. Add some C4. And here we are. And here we go. We're going. Hold on. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Wait, am I going to say the story or you? You oh, okay? Well, you said I insert, so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. Like as in, like when I edit it, I'll take it back. I mean, I can. Oh, okay, all right, okay. And put it in there <clears throat> casually. Okay. Um, where am I at? Fuck. Okay. Phobias. Uh, um, I'm gonna <laughs> say this part, and at the <laughs> you're just gonna have to edit all this shit out. 
<laughs> Did you burp yeah. as you were Yes. <laughs> I do that. I feel like I'm drunk right now. Fuck, dude. Like, you're a bitch. talking the fastest you've ever. Normally, you're like so in yeah, Chinese culture. That's why, and now you're like, so this is why. Yeah. That's why I also drink it so I can just spit it the fuck out. <laughs> dude, I feel like I'm drunk. Or I feel like I was a little. Mix it with some Sprite next time. Damn. <laughs> mix it with some Sprite. <laughs> put some water in there dude i feel like i was a little bit buzzed and then i like did a line of coke like it literally took off out of nowhere i feel like i feel like this is this is fucking amazing fuck drinking one in four americans say that they're superstitious there's actually psychological science to back superstition psychologists at kansas state university say superstitions are all about trying to control your fate Mm -hmm. (laughs) people often use superstitions to try to achieve a desired outcome or to help elevate anxiety definitely yeah that's definitely it uh for example uh for example my mom instilled in me to not put my purse on the ground because it's a disrespect to your money Uh, the saying, a purse on the floor is money out the door. Yes. It has to do with it. And you have a list of superstitions, right? There's a list of superstitions from around the world that I picked up from goodhousekeeping.com. It's from 2018. So the one that you mentioned about the purse on the floor, it actually originated in Brazil. So that's pretty interesting how we can gather different superstitions from different regions and and adopt them as our own because that makes sense to me. I mean, if you're going to have a superstition about finances, I would freaking follow that. <clears throat> and I'm cutting that whole part out because I'm an idiot. Now, the first superstition <laughs> the first superstition is on the list is don't place two mirrors opposite each other. So when you do this, there's infinite reflections like bouncing back and forth between the mirrors. And even though it looks really cool, apparently it opens a doorway for the devil. And this originates in Mexico. That's uh, of course it does. Yeah, that's really. <clears throat> the next one, give a penny if you've received something sharp. So if you're gifted like a set of knives or something, this could signify severing a relationship. So if you if that relationship is important to you, then you should give a coin as a gift so that mm-hmm. you don't sever your relationship. makes sense don't go right home after a funeral this is a filipino tradition called i think pog pog and it dictates that people never go straight back to their home after a wake otherwise a bad spirit might follow them and come inside their home so mourners will often stop at a restaurant or a store before heading home after a funeral that's creepy. Mm-hmm. These are these are really interesting. The next one is whistling indoors invites evil. Whistling while you work may be an issue in Lithuania where it's forbidden to whistle indoors because the noise is believed to summon demons. Stop it. I am terrified of whistling inside because I don't want something to whistle back to me. Uh, oh, could you imagine? Yeah, that's exactly why I don't do it. I've done it several times by accident because I'm like talking to sassy or something. And and then I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Stop it. Yeah, it's inviting demons, so don't do that. 
Yeah. Don't cheers with water. A German superstition declares that if you cheers with water, you're actually wishing death upon the people you're drinking with. The idea stems from Greek mythology. Whoa. That is terrible. The kids always cheers with water. Get them some juice. There you go. That's a that's a way to save them. Avoid sleeping with your head to the north. According to Japanese superstition, sleeping with your head in this direction is bad luck because that's how the deceased are laid to rest. And avoid sleeping with your head to the west. Conversely, the same superstition exists in Africa if you sleep with your head to the west. So I'm assuming that's how they lay their dead to rest is facing the west. Keep your new shoes off the table. In Britain, it's considered bad luck because it's supposed to symbolize the death of a loved one. Back in the day, placing someone's shoes on a table was a way to let their family know that they had passed away. Nowadays, it's just bad etiquette. Yeah, what the hell? Putting your shoes on the damn table? Get out of here. (laughs) Itchy hands. I just hear your mom. Yeah, seriously. What are you doing? (laughs) Anything on the table. (laughs) What is this? Itchy hands have financial repercussions. In Turkey, an itchy right hand means you'll come into some money, but an itch on your left means you'll lose money. So don't scratch that itch. Wait, one more time. It's what? In Turkey, an itchy right hand means you'll come into some money, but an itch on your left means you'll lose it. Okay, I'm going to have to remember because I always have to call my mom to remember. Left for lose. Left for lose. I can't remember if she says it right. You better correct that real quick because it's opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Owls are bad omens. There's an Egyptian superstition that if you see or hear an owl, tell... (laughs) 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 That needs to go in the beginning of the fucking episode. That's not like like a turkey. You sounded exactly (laughs) like a turkey. I tripped over the word terrible and then that's what happened. No, stop what it. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Owls say hoot, not gobble sounds. <clears throat> owls are bad omens. There's an Egyptian superstition that if you see or hear an owl, terrible news is coming. Yet another reason to not hang out in the woods at night. Mexicans believe that too. Owls, yeah. If you see or hear an owl, oh my gosh, it's just automatically bad. Yes. Which I'm excited to do a Lechusa episode because I love those damn stories. Mm-hmm. And an owl in your house brings death. Also, an Italian superstition says that if an owl ends up in your house, someone in your family will die. And I love owls. I know. They're though. such like mystical creatures. So they get such a bad rap when it comes to like superstition. Mm-hmm. Giving yellow flowers is not a nice gesture. Gifting yellow flowers in Russia means that you're cursing your friend with infidelity. Okay. Shady. You can curse people with that. I know. It just seems it's like a two-faced kind of gift. That's kind of rude. Yeah. Eating goat meat could get hairy. Superstitious women in in Rwanda don't eat goat meat over fear that it will cause them to grow facial hair. Okay. (laughs) This next one too. Pregnant women should give into their cravings. There's a Canadian superstition that expectant mothers who are craving fish but don't eat it will end up having a baby with a fish head. Oh I do know I do know a few people that have fish faces. (laughs) So maybe that's what happened, but also um you're not supposed to eat seafood when you're pregnant. Hello, mercury poisoning. 
Oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> um, come on. There's this one woman. She was beautiful. She was on America's Next Top Model, and she said it herself that she looks like a fish. So I mean, I didn't. I didn't call her that. It's just okay. like very narrow faces and like big eyes. I mean, they're still attractive, but it's just interesting that that's a superstition because I have seen kids and people that have very narrow heads. Pregnant women should not, however, eat asymmetrical foods. There's a Korean superstition that nibbling unshapely foods while pregnant means you will end up with an ugly baby. What happens if you just swallow it whole instead of nibble? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know. There's a loophole. Okay. Don't walk backwards. In Portugal, it's considered bad luck to walk backwards. The common belief is that if you do, you're showing the devil which way you're going. What? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you walk backwards? Yeah, I guess um, because it's an incorrect way to walk, so it's almost like evil, I guess. Like it, it's inviting is, the devil to follow you. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but okay. <laughs> Don't walk under a ladder. So yeah, that one's the, the main one that people already know about, but it... Dates back to medieval times. The ladder back then symbolized the gallows where people were hanged. Okay. So that's how that originated. Protect yourself against the evil eye. The evil eye, a human look believed to cause supernatural harm, is a well-known symbol of bad fortune, according to live science. It can be cast on people or even objects like your car or home. There are a number of talismans in many cultures created to ward off this curse, like the popular Hamza. Yeah, you are a walking evil eye. I know, and it's never, like, bad-intentioned. Like, I'm always complimenting, and then it'll, like, break or something. It's a very strange power. Don't sing at the dinner table. They're, in the Netherlands, singing at the dinner table means you're singing to the devil for your food. Dude, stop. My grandpa, I used to sing at the goddamn table <laughs> all the time. And my grandpa would get so pissed at me, and he'd say, Jesus doesn't want to hear you sing. Oh, okay. Snap. Yeah. Jesus doesn't want to hear you sing at the table or some shit. I didn't I'm know like, Jesus oh, only listened me. while we're eating. <laughs> I didn't know that he listened to us chewing on our food. <laughs> but yeah, I think he just definitely didn't. Yeah, want like to I'm trying to anymore. enjoy the peace and quiet of dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> and there I was singing the Spice Girls. At <laughs> You're just happy to be eating. Dang. <laughs> Yeah, hey, me too. too. <laughs> mm. Say rabbit, rabbit every month, like at the beginning, like the first day of every what? month to ensure good luck. Or you can say white rabbit. And this is from Britain and North America. Back in 600 BC, rabbits were thought to communicate with the spirits of the underworld because they lived underground. A rabbit's foot is also popularly thought mm. to bring good luck, but apparently in order for it to be considered lucky, the foot has to be the left hind foot. How the hell do you know if it's a left hind I foot? I think they're kind of oriented the way our <laughs> feet are, like a thumb. I guess that does make sense. Or like the curve of it, I guess, looks more like a left or right. Interesting. Underworld. That's so interesting. That reminds me of Alice yes. in Oh, yeah. The rabbit was her connection between. That's how she followed it. Yeah. She followed the world. It mm -hmm. hmm. Don't enter a room with your left foot. 
So walking in with your left foot will bring you bad luck, and it's always better to enter or leave with your right foot, and this originated in Spain. Huh. How do you remember that? I don't like, know. Do that's what I'm saying. I guess things. that's why. It just depends where you're from is what you know. So, Or what you were told. So I'm assuming not everyone from these places know each other's superstitions, but they, do, they definitely try to follow. Right. Well, now... That we and our listeners know they're going to be I need to write these down, memorize them. Hide your thumbs when passing a graveyard. People tend to hold their breath when they pass cemeteries, but in Japan, you must tuck your thumbs in to protect your parents. The Japanese word for thumb translates as parent finger, so hiding it protects them from death. A lot of people people aren't doing a good job. I know, seriously. I've heard a few cemetery superstitions, like don't play music when you're passing a cemetery. Mm. Oh, well, it was for a funeral we were going to, so that's why they had to turn off their radio or whatever. But I don't know anything specific about that, like what it does if you do, other than maybe just disrespect. You're disturbing the dead. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, did you ever see that weird, this is a quick side note, that weird um, sci-fi movie called The Grave Dancers? Oh my fucking Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe that you just brought that up. Yes. It was on all the time. Well, I have the DVD. Really? (laughs) Yeah, because it was uh, Eight Films to Die For or whatever. Uh, Yeah. And I got this DVD when I was maybe like 16 or 17 Mm -hmm. and I watched it with my best friends. Dude. I literally was holding the laptop in my lap and they were sitting on either side of me. These bitches know that I'm scared <laughs> of everything. So they, I was sitting like front and center of this move, like watching this movie and it scared the ever living shit out of me. It was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. But there was some like freaky ass parts mm-hmm. and I, that was the only time I've watched it. That DVD is still sitting on my some of those sci-fi movies are so underrated i mean i know the plots like i know that they're not well written but the but the scares were scary i'll admit yeah yeah and that's like a popular one that people remember is the grave the the grave dancers grave dancers they brought that curse on themselves yeah that shit was scary so yeah obviously like don't stand on in front of people's tombstones and stuff because you're standing over their body and stuff you shouldn't do that listen for awkward silences people associate awkward silences with a lot of different things but some according to stylist i hate these names of these magazines and stuff believe that when these lulls occur an angel is passing over so there's continuous angel activity around us with the awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so feel feel good about that, I guess. If there's At least it's not something scary. It's someone you hardly know and you're trying to keep up a conversation and then they don't really know you and you're like, it's okay, don't worry about the awkward silence and angels passing over us that and then they just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> they just walk uh, away from you. Shit, that's fucking funny. I'm sure if they've watched Supernatural, though, they're probably slightly, slightly freaked out. Don't trim your nails at night. Many cultures believe that cutting your nails after the sun goes down can cause premature death. Cutting your nails? Mm-hmm. What? That's a Japanese superstition. There was something else about hair. I think, I hope I'm not getting this wrong. I don't want to offend anybody, but I think a lot of Eastern countries and regions um, think cutting your hair and your nails 
um, on certain days at certain times is something about your life. There's something with your life and how long you're going to live has to do with your nails and your hair. I'll have to look into that. Like new growth and stuff kind of thing. Oh, I guess I can. Yeah, I can see that. Don't chew gum at night. Brace yourselves. In Turkey, chewing gum at night is apparently the equivalent of chewing on the flesh of the dead. That's dark. I think I've heard that one before. Damn. Don't tempt your fate. In Cuba, if you declare that it's el ultimo or your last drink, then your tempting fate and death will shortly follow. To avoid tempting fate is a common superstition among the public. For instance, one night, one might refrain from stating, I never had cancer. And if they did, they'd likely proceed to knock on wood. Oh, shit. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's, yep, that's my thing. I gotta do that. That's a lot of people. Yeah, I think that's very common. People saying, like, don't, like, say it because it might mean a literal thing. Yeah, yeah. Or it might jinx you. Mm. So, yeah, those were my, those were the ones I picked out that were weird and dark. Those were awesome. Or some that I didn't know. I really liked those. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, so mathematician and author James Mazur, I think it's Mazur, but anyways, uh, he explains how having superstitions can actually promote a healthy and positive mentality. Everyone wants luck, but since there is no tangible thing we can call luck, we have to create the tangible thing by transferring it to an object. People hold on to these objects as a sense of security. One 2010 study conducted by psychologist Stuart Weiss tested a group of people on various memory tasks. The group of people who were allowed to carry their lucky charms with them performed better on the memory test than the people who had their lucky charms taken away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's all about that low-cost confidence booster, Weiss concluded. I would agree. Do you have lucky charms? No. Well, okay. Nope. I guess I don't. My keys, my phone, my wallet, testicle, spectacles, wallet, and watch. (laughs) Okay. Uh, No, I don't. I I don't. don't But I did want to say that it makes sense to put your energy into something physical to bring Mm – like, yeah, to, like, power it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Of course. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of – as much – okay, because I, I don't know much about, like, crystals or potions or little things that people can do with mm-hmm. sand and spices and stuff to, like, make them feel better. Mm-hmm. You're either putting the power into it or it really is, like, magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that makes sense to me. I definitely know what you're talking about because that's what I – use a crystal quartz whenever I want to do stuff like I have to hold it in one hand mm-hmm. while I do whatever I'm doing with the other um and it helps you yeah it does I mean yeah it's supposed you to be able to catch the energy yeah mm-hmm. but I do that with like I have like a bunch of lucky charms everywhere so awesome that's yeah. cool I I don't I mean I don't have any of that stuff but I don't like hate on people who do because I mean whatever is making them do positive things or feel good then I'm for it yeah I just have a shit ton because um my anxiety (laughs) but Mm -hmm. and it's funny because some of them will stop working to me and it's just because 
like nothing lucky will happen anymore. So I'm like, okay, that's enough. You're you've been retired. Cleanse it. And then I just get a new one. There you go. So not everyone is afraid of Friday the (laughs) thirteenth. Juneteenth. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. Not everyone is afraid of Friday the 13th, though. Most contemporary witches, for example, don't associate the date with being unlucky. For ancient pagans, Friday was a day where you could receive blessings and gifts from the gods. This makes it a very spiritual and lucky day. The number 13 is closely connected to the female energies of the universe. The number of the great goddess, represented by 13 lunar cycles to a year, AKA menstrual cycles. Huh. Yeah. Apparently there's like this whole thing about the way the calendar was set up. Oh, I fucking, you're going to just have to cut this part out, but like, cause I can't remember exactly what it was, but apparently like the calendar was set up based on the lunar cycles mm-hmm. and now it's not, <laughs> but. Well, even on some ca- um, calendars that I only because I don't buy any calendars, but my parents still do. But I can see where it labels like full moon or oh, yeah, waxing. Yeah. And like, so I, I mean, they still kind of put it on there yeah. as it's scheduled. And I feel like we should do a, an episode on witches and pagans and like the universe and stuff. I feel like women have like a spiritual connection to the universe in a way. Because I mean, even like the menstrual cycles. Mm-hmm. have to do with the moon and stuff and like stuff like that. I think right. that's really cool. Definitely I like agree. to like, look into that. Yes. And there's a lot of superstitions. I ran into a lot of superstitions based on like menstruation and fertility. And I didn't in- like include any of them because there was a ton and I was really surprised. Yeah. yeah this is like the little bit that I could put in there that wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna have to like go into a huge ass detail. Yeah. It's just interesting. Yeah, it really is. That's why I feel like those um, energies and stuff, It like with women's cycles, it affects the universe and vice versa. It just depends how it all works in sync. Yeah, I agree. Last year's Friday the 13th was a rare, and this is for you, Mariah, harvest moon, also known as a micro moon. Technically, it was the 14th since it happened after midnight, but whatever. Um, <laughs> The next real Friday the 13th full harvest moon will occur in 2049, and there is only one other Friday the 13th in 2020, the next one being in November. Hmm. Yes, isn't that interesting? Wow. Unfortunate events that have happened on Friday the 13th through the years, I have a list. The British Navy commissioned a ship called the HMS Friday to dispel the superstition of Friday the 13th. The captain's name was James Friday, and the ship set sail on a Friday, only to disappear forever. Mm -mm. In 1972 was the Andes flight disaster. Mm Mm-hmm. There were 45 passengers and 16 survived. Of the passengers, there was a, I think they were a rugby team from, I can't remember where they were from. South America, I think. Yes. And the people that survived, they did so by eating the frozen bodies of the dead. 
Wow. And there is a movie, and I think there's a book, too, about it. Mm -hmm. In 1970, a cyclone in Bangladesh killed at least 300,000 people. Jeez. Kitty Genovese was attacked and killed in the middle of the street. There was apparently like 83 or 38, one of those numbers, uh, people that were said to have witnessed it, but it's not actually true. There was only like maybe like a handful of people that knew what was going on. But I mean, she was surrounded by apartment buildings and nobody helped her. Yeah, they either caught glimpses of what was happening and didn't know the context or the the gravity of the situation. And then there are other people that just heard the screaming. But all in all, no one stepped in. And by the time the ambulance got there, she was dead. So psychology classes call it the bystander effect. And they use that murder as an example. Yeah, that somebody else will call for help. Yeah. Yeah. Tupac was killed. Well, he died on Friday the 13th after being shot four times while in his car in Las Vegas six days earlier, which happened to be my sixth birthday. Wow. Mm-hmm. He was shot on March 9th. The cruise ship Costa Concordia, it capsized and 30 people died on Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. The KKK's first Grand Wizard was born on Friday, July 13th, 1821. Mm-hmm. He did later go and apologize for all of that, though, and he didn't want to associate himself with the KKK anymore. Sam Patch was America's first professional daredevil, and he jumped from the High Falls into, I want to say, Genesee River. That works. And he died from jumping on that. And that was... Friday, November 13th, 1829. April 1973, in the UK, David McGreevy killed a baby and two toddlers he was watching. He spent 45 years in prison for the murders and was released on parole in December 2018. And I read what happened, like what let, like he was drunk as shit whenever he killed them and he didn't remember after like because he left the house and, and he yeah. was he wasn't their father right he was a babysitter no, no, no. or something he was the babysitter he i think i heard this story the, the parents of the babies uh um it doesn't or at least i didn't read why he was taken back to the house like he was at a bar drinking like all day long and that's where the mom of these little kids worked so mm-hmm. I and so he was there all day drinking and shit and getting drunk. So the dad goes to pick up the mom from work, but like he has to wait for her to finish. So he picks up this guy, um, David, and takes him back to his house. I didn't read like how he then he knows him. So I mm-hmm. don't know that part. But like he took him back to the house and then the dad, he was like, watch the kids while I go pick up their mom. So I he went back he to go drifter. Mm-hmm. He was what? I want to say drifter? he was a drifter and they became very close, the two men. And uh, he ended up helping a lot in the house and would watch the kids often. So whenever this happened, they were very shocked. Oh, okay. I, that's, I what I, that's my guess. If this is the story that I'm thinking it is, yeah, then that's. Yeah, he let, they left him over there and the, because the baby was crying. Mm-hmm. And he was drunk and he couldn't get her to stop crying. He killed her first and then the two other ones. Aww. And then, oh, and then he kills them like in terrible ways. And then he puts them in the yard outside. Yeah. On the spikes of the wrought iron fence. God. Yeah. Oh, 
awful. It was very bad. That sounds um, way darker than just being drunk, though. That's very yeah. intense. Well, he leaves the house after that. And when the police finally find, find him, like, walking through the streets, he doesn't remember doing it. But then as he, like, sobers up, he remembers. Do you believe in blacking out and having a fit of rage like that? Um... I believe in blacking out when you're drunk and not remembering a damn thing, but I don't, I mean, I've gotten, I've been told (laughs) that I've acted a fool, like I fucking make a scene and shit, but I don't think I would, I've ever, I don't think there's ever been like bottled up shit so much where you fucking rage out that way. That's there intense. are people that do, though. I mean, there are people that get drunk, like guys get drunk and then they beat their wives or even girls get drunk and beat their husbands, like whatever, mm-hmm. or significant others. So that's yeah. like a thing. But like to murder somebody, like to have so much rage. And not know what you're doing. Like you don't even I know. I guess that's the perfect time for that to happen. Because then, yeah, exactly. Because then like with trial and discussing like the verdict and stuff, I wonder how that would affect I don't know. It's right. just, I and mean, then there's other did, things that right. say, there's other things that say like drunk words or sober thoughts or whatever. So it's like, yeah. you would have done that anyway, eventually, if you hit a certain right. point without having any kind of influence. Yeah. Scary. I don't know. It is really fucking fucked up. And he's out on parole in 2018? Yes, he's out on parole right now. Jeez. Mm. Yeah. Um, I guess his cellmates didn't, uh, know what he did because well i think he was in i think he was in like um not solitary confinement but like he was by himself for a little bit and then he got like moved around and shit to like nice prisons in the Mm -hmm. uk like there was one where he could stay in a hotel instead of like the actual prison wow it was like an open prison so yeah, he it was it wasn't completely terrible. I do have some fun facts to lighten the mood now. Switch on back. <laughs> Turn that light on. <laughs> Who am I right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so some fun facts. Celebrities born on Friday the 13th are well, here's some of them. Uh Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Uh, Steve Buscemi, Kat Dennings, mm-hmm. Kate Walsh, Dee Dee Kahn, and Frances Conroy. Dee Dee Kahn is from Greece. She's mm-hmm. Frenchy. Yes, beauty school dropout. And Frances Kahn is from American Horror Story. She's, what is her name? Mm, no. I was going to say Myrtle Snow because that's who I remember. I remember Kevin. Yeah, that's yeah. what I remember her from too. And Kate Walsh is, oh my God, I'm going to have to go back and like (laughs) tell who everybody is. I added Kate Walsh because she's in Grey's Anatomy and private practice. (laughs) Oh, yes. I think I know who she is. She was um, Addison, his ex-wife. Yes. Yes. I liked her a lot. Me too. Uh, Black Sabbath released their debut album on Friday, February 13th, 1970. Uh, the Viva Las Vegas Wedding Chapel offers special zombie, vampire, and Rocky Horror-themed uh, ceremonies on Friday the 13th. Hmm. Tattoo shops around the United States 
I don't actually know if that happens anywhere else, but um, they offer Friday the 13th tattoos, which we both have. Yes. In Finland, one Friday the 13th out of the year is observed as National Accident Day. <laughs> Being born on National Accident Day. <laughs> or conceived. Both are terrible. Oopsies. <laughs> The ancient Chinese and ancient Egyptians regarded the number 13 as lucky, which we've already talked about. In some Spanish-speaking countries, Tuesday, or Martes, the 13th, is considered bad luck. Tuesday is feared because it's the day of the week associated with the Roman god of war, Mars. There is a cautionary saying, on Tuesdays, don't get married, don't take a trip, and don't leave your home. That's interesting because in Japanese or Chinese culture, they say not to cut your hair on a Tuesday. That is weird. I feel like that saying is tied in with a lot of other ones too. Yes. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, My sources, Mm -hmm. Vox.com, CNN.com, TheMoonlightShop.com, Occult World, uh. Hello Giggles, Tell a Tale, and CrystalLinks.com. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, what are your superstitions? Mine. Other than the purse one and money. Oh, man. There's just so many. I knock on wood for, like, everything. Mm-hmm. I do the hand scratching thing. Or, well, when I remember. Which when I, yeah, is, me too. I throw salt over my shoulder. Did you know that that's the reason why you throw salt over your shoulder is because you're throwing salt at the devil? What? I didn't know that until I was reading about this stuff, but I was like, that's dumb. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was stupid, but Mm. I was like. (laughs) Shunned. You're shunning the devil. Um, I read something about that's how they used to pay soldiers was in salt. But why are you throwing it over your shoulder? Who knows? Maybe to pay your respects to the dead. I don't know, but I or was spilling like, it on the ground, or yeah. you know, because when you spill it, you're supposed to throw it over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I do that. Hmm. Um, I do a lot of weird things that I can't even like. Of course, yeah, my brain just is like personal, mm-hmm. and they're so little that sometimes I don't even notice that I'm doing them anymore. So, just habits I have built up and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Well, when my when I was growing up, I was told not to put your shoes next to your bed where you sleep, like next to your head, like on the side of your pillow, whatever, mm-hmm. on the ground because it'll give you bad dreams. So I remember my mom telling me not to do that. And um, another superstition, I don't know where it originated from or what, but my mom told me not to take anything with your right hand if you don't know where it came from or if the person giving you something, like you don't know their intentions, take it with your left. I love that one. So if you find something weird, like in on the ground or something, pick it up with your left hand because you don't know where it came from. That's really very that's smart. Hmm. So that's something I try to remember. Is that it? Is that all you do? Yeah, just take it with your left, and uh, like other a lot of times, a lot of times, my mom, if it's something like to eat, and she doesn't know the person too well, she just doesn't eat it. She throws it away. Oh my god, that sounds like mom for sure. Because <laughs> like in the neighborhood, they'll like be like, "Oh, we made in the neighborhood some cookies," and like they pass it out, and she's like, "I'm not gonna eat that." Because not, it's not like they poisoned it or anything, but because she doesn't know them, she doesn't know 
like how it'll affect that is the funniest thing i that it's is super superstitious stuff it really is and that is so your mom your mom is she is the embodiment of there are there are some superstitions that are I guess they stem more from Mexican maybe like brujeria type stuff where you yeah. can put certain spices at your doorstep like under the mat. Oh yeah. And if someone doesn't come inside, it's because they sense that protection mm-hmm. of the home or whatever and they yeah. can't come in because they have negative negativity towards you. People are sneaky like that. I remember it's I, it was. It's supposed to be salt that you put at the door, and I w- remember thinking, "Oh, I should do that." And I was like, "Wait, what? Mm-hmm. I can't get back inside." <laughs> You're like, "Oh, it was me the whole time." <laughs> what am I just um, sala your own in your own life, yeah, dude. That's for sure. Um, I do know that like having chicken bones on the door or like hanging outside the doors. I think it's a voodoo or hoodoo thing. Hmm. Not a hundred percent sure, but yeah, and I'm getting like images from that movie, The Skeleton Key, in my head right now. Yes, I enjoyed that movie. I did too. Well, uh, I definitely do want to hear what everyone else's superstitions are. Mm-hmm. What do you avoid? What do you try to do to prevent things? Yeah, from tell happening. Us some more to add to our little list. You can tell us on Instagram. Yes, please do. And don't tattoo anybody's name on your body because that's probably not a good idea on this day. <laughs> Just put a number 13 by it. Oh, hmm. Two negatives make a positive. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and interact with us on Instagram whenever you'd like. Tell us what you think and what your superstitions are. Happy Friday the 13th, y'all. And I hope it's spooky and it brings you luck. Happy Friday the 13th. Bye.